Well, our moms think we're funny. All right. Hmm. So, so you, you got one yet? <laughs> I'm trying to think of like movies you've seen, man. That, <laughs> that's that's what makes it hard. I've seen more than you think I've seen, obviously. <laughs> I know, but I don't know like all the ones you've seen. Um shit. <laughs> Okay. Watchmen. Ooh. Your Rorschach. Ooh. What do you do differently? You can pick any point of the movie, but you can't use knowledge that you don't have. Right, right. But any point in the movie, what do you do differently? Probably not much, honestly. Hmm. I feel like... I feel like he could have gotten away from the cops and not gotten arrested, but I'm really not sure what I would have done differently in that situation that he didn't already do. I think the reason that he didn't do more is because, you know, he, 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 he sees himself as like the extension of the cops to things that they can't do. Mm -hmm. And he would not want to, to put that kind of force uh, against him because he would have to, he would have to do more like, he'd break bones or something like that, and yeah, he didn't yeah. want to do that. But he did set that one cop on fire and shot the other one with his grappling hook. Right, but he he did have a vest on. Ah, yeah. So that would have taken some of the impact. And he set him on fire with the uh, with the hair, camp, uh, uh, yeah, the hairspray. Hair yep. So it's not like he doused some gasoline first. Right. You know? I mean, that guy probably got singed. Uh, he may have gotten a first-degree burn. Probably. Maybe. So I think I think if I were in that escape situation, rather than having shot that cop with the grappling hook, I would have probably tried to have used that to escape. How so? Could have gotten to the rooftop. Hmm. Maybe. Didn't they, did they have helicopters? I don't remember. It's been too long. They probably did, but I think you're more likely to, to get away still, rather than being surrounded and punched down by all the guys on the ground. So I, I would say the thing to that is when he when he goes to leave... Um, from you get to the roof, he would have to either bust out the window and lean out and shoot the grappling hook on something. Because mm-hmm. you know when he he jumps out, was he like three or four stories up? Yeah. Um, or he'd have to he'd still bust out the window and shoot the grappling hook up to the the roof of the building across from him. Yep. And that um, which good. I mean, he probably may still escape, but it's not going to be like a quick escape. You know? Oh no, you know, no, so. it would be a long ass chase, but. And, and I also have the feeling that with him doing that, there's a good chance they probably would have shot him in the back. It's possible. It's definitely possible. That's that's, But that's where my mind first went to, would have been the... Right. He's like... Because if, um, if he hadn't gotten captured, then he would have... He could have possibly... Hmm. Actually, if he hadn't gotten captured, I'm not sure if anything would have been any different. The timing would have been different. Because the first thing he does when he gets out of jail is he goes back to his house, gets his other face and his other suit. Or no, he gets his face from the doctor, from Mm -hmm. the filing room, but he goes and gets his other suit. He gets his journal. And his journal, yep. And he calls out his neighbor for spreading bad rumors about him. Right. 
little snot-nosed kid looking at him. And then immediately they go squeeze some people and see what information they can get. Mm. They go back to um, they go back to uh, the Night Owl's place, mm-hmm. and then Manhattan shows up and uh, and takes Lori away. Then they go squeeze people. That's right. That's right. So. So then Lori would have been with them throughout this process if he had never gotten arrested, or I guess he would have never even been with Night Owl. The only reason he was with Night Owl in the first place was because they busted him out of jail. Right. Uh, and see, that's that's what I was saying is that if he hadn't if he hadn't gotten caught by the police, they because that's his, his thing. She's like, "What do we do?" She's like, uh, "He's like, we're gonna go, let's go bust him out of jail." Mm-hmm. If they hadn't done that, I don't think he would have gone looking for him. I don't think he would have gone looking for Rorschach. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, though the only thing about that was like I'm going to get him out of, out of jail because you know he's Rorschach and he's more dangerous to the people in there yeah. than he is out here. <laughs> and also because you know I don't I don't see him as being a bad person like everybody else says. Yes, he's you know he, he's he's launched. Yeah, but but you know I I don't think he needs to be in there. Um, and so that's you know that. I don't, but I don't think other other than that though. I don't think he would have gone after him, and I'm not sure if if Rorschach would have come back to him because when he left, it was pretty clear that he was it, done, right? Yeah. You, you quit because he says, you know, you know what happened to you know the other days, like you quit, and Rorschach was done until he rescues him. And the only reason he even says let's go squeeze some people is because you know, which we then we see later, which you and I talked about, mm-hmm. is. He sees that defeated look on his face when, like, he's like, I finally meet somebody and it looks like she's someone that loves me or can care for me. And then her ex-boyfriend shows up. You know, it's 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 like every high school kind of thing. The yeah. guy that I can't compete with who's better than me, yep. you know, like, you know, physically, you know, <laughs> everything else. And then as soon as he steps back into her life, she's gone. Yep. And he's like, well, shit. And then Rorschach's like, I need to take your mind off of this. Let's go squeeze some people. Right, you know? right. And, and then what do they, so they at they, what point do they go to Veidt's place was that Rorschach's idea or was it Night Owl's idea it was um, it was Rorschach's idea because they go to squeeze some people and he's asking about um, about about uh, Veidt's uh, killer and the, well the connection um, between Moloch and Trans mm-hmm. was it uh, Transnational I think something like that uh, yeah that sounds right and he says the guy that tried to kill Veidt and he's, um, you know, and, and the guy at the bar tells him that, um, um, it was part of like a, like a work release program, something like that. Yeah, or, yeah. and, um, and we were hired and, and all that stuff. And then, um, and they were going to go to Vite after that to see kind of like what the connection was. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's when the news broadcast comes on and, um. And the night I'll lose it. Yeah, yeah. God, I love that scene. Yeah, that's a great scene. So, if Rorschach thought to go back to Veidt's, he would have found out that Veidt was behind everything. Now, he wouldn't have been able to get to the South Pole as quickly as he did, because that was Arky. I uh, I don't think that he would have been able to... So, he goes to the bar, he squeezes the guy, and then leaves. He, I think he would have had a harder time getting into... Um, into Veidt's um, headquarters because they they drive Archie right up to the window yeah, and go in. Yeah. Um, so he would have had a harder time, I think, getting into there. He might have, and uh, I mean, he would have gotten in, no doubt. But yeah, it would have yeah. been harder for him. Now, um, with the um, who is it that that finds the the uh, 
the password. Was that it? I can't remember. I'm thinking it's night out, isn't it? Because I, uh, I think it is. I think I think Dan does find it, but because right, because it's what is that Ramesses? Uh, yeah, but I, I think Rorschach would have tracked that down because if he would have had time, yeah. Um, so this, that's the other thing too. Him trying to figure out what the password was to get into the files to then find out that TransUnion, Transnational, whatever it was that mm-hmm. that was a part of Vite Industries, and then be like, yeah. But then that goes to what you said. He would have then had to go back to Dan mm-hmm. and ask for help, and I don't think he would have because at that point, as far as he knew, Dan was out. Dan wasn't going to come back. Yep. Um, yeah. Now, so, so then it is oh. a big question of how quickly can he get there. Now, here's something I just thought about that um, would probably change everything, which is Dan was at the bar and he saw the news. Well, no shit. Oh, man. The original Night Owl wouldn't have died. That's right. Because if Rorschach had never gone to jail, they would have never busted him out. And the not tops never would have said, oh, I know that guy. Yep. He's so Dan would have been out. Dan would have been out and he would have had no reason to put back on the suit. At all. Yeah, so it would have been all Rorschach totally alone, which is kind of how Rorschach liked it. But he couldn't have gotten to Antarctica. Nope. So then that that would be the big question. See, the thing is, the reason that they failed is that they were 30 minutes late. Do you think I would have explained my plan if I right. weren't sure it's foolproof? I did it 30 minutes ago. Right. So they're 30 minutes late. It's like, was, wh- how would the timing have been different? He lost days in jail, didn't he? He wasn't just there one day. I, um, I was just going to say um, that this scene right here, uh, we have uh, Infinity War playing in the background. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why it like catches my breath. But when Par- the hairs on Parker's arm stand up. I mean, I've seen his spider sense before, even mm-hmm. though we've never fully seen it with this Parker. We, we got like a hint of it in the first movie. Yeah. But when those hairs stand up, it's like, it's, it's like, oh, shit. I mean, we, we've it's already so, seen the aliens, but it's like, it's like shit's going down. Yeah, it's so subtle. And I think it's not just the hair suit, it's, it's that expression on his face, like, he's like, whoa, something, yeah. something big's happening. Like, oh, this is bad. <laughs> <laughs> this is bad. <laughs> um, but, right, so he loses a couple days in jail. He's, I, God, he loses probably about two weeks in jail, doesn't it? I it's, think it's so. It's a while. Because, like, the buildup is that he dumped the hot oil on that guy who tried to shiv him mm-hmm. in the cafeteria, and he was in traction for a long time. Right. And Big Figure kept saying, if that guy dies, then this place is going to explode. I mean, there was a lot of buildup to that. Plus, plus the, the psychiatrist talking to him to finally get mm-hmm. him to open up, and then the, how it affected him, and then, of course, the dinner party and all that kind yep. of stuff. So, yep. yeah, it was, it was a couple weeks. So, I mean, and, that, that would have put him significantly ahead of schedule. <laughs> Um, it would have been still trying to get to Antarctica, you know, picking out the plane. And here's the other part of that, though, is that Vite would have still been in New York. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. He, and he's keeping tabs on Rorschach. Uh, there's a good chance that Rorschach might not even made it that. That's true. So it would have played out very differently then. Yeah, but I, in, the, in the end, though... <laughs> Bite still wins. Yep. <laughs> and 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 I actually, think his plan is too perfect for it not to win. So actually, by Rorschach not going to prison or jail, um, when do they, when do we stop just referring to prison as just jail? I mean, it's always like, yeah, I spent ten years in jail. Like, no, people don't spend ten years in jail. They spend ten years in prison. You spend yeah, like a yeah. week in jail to <laughs> go to prison. Yep. But now it's like, everything is just always it's just jail. Jail is just like you know both county and state. It's like the cash all. Yeah. Bruh. Um, but had Rorschach not gone to to prison, 
he never would have fully figured out, like, if the events hadn't played out the way they did, he never would have fully figured out Byte's plan and everything. So his journal wouldn't reveal the truth because he would know the full truth. Oh, so if yeah. he didn't go to prison, Byte's plan would never be undone. Yeah. Because no one would really know it except for him. Shit, yeah. I didn't think about that. Hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, that would change everything. So, how about you, if you were in Rorschach's place? If I was in Rorschach's place? Um, hmm. So, going back to... to um, like, what, what, what moment would... I have been able to do anything different. Um, he, I mean, he pretty much does everything Rorschach. I mean, yeah. we're, we're, there's, there's no point where he doesn't kind of act like Rorschach or where he was like, oh, I kind of slipped up here. Um, and that, so the, the other part of that is if, I, if I'm playing this out in my head saying, okay, what would I have done differently as Rorschach? I also have to keep in mind that I'm not thinking like myself. I'm thinking like Rorschach. I'm just saying, what choice would he have made that he didn't, right. that he should have? Um, obviously, the the big thing would be, you know, going to Dan and, and acknowledging your friendship. Hmm. You know, the way that Dan saw it, but part of the thing that made him upset with Rorschach because he's like, he's like, look, you come in here, you know, you broke the lock on my door, you know, you're eating my food and, you know, it's like, I don't ever see you. And, um, but he never acknowledges that he's Dan's friend until that moment that Dan blows up at him. Right. So in that way, like for Dan, it's always, this is a one way friendship and, and I'm sick of it. Um, and so he to be able to go to him and say, Hey, you know, look, you're my friend and all that, but he, he's incapable of that. Right. Until right. that one moment, he was completely incapable of doing that. So I can't even change that either. Um, so what, what could I, or would I do different? Um, hmm. I really don't know, man. It's like, it's, it's so, it's so hard to think about. Like, uh, I think your, your big thing there, there was like, not, Doing something different to not um, get get caught, mm-hmm. um, but you can't. Like, so you can't fight back hard against the police because right. that goes against what he would do. Um, it's a uh, God, man. It's, it's, it's a struggle. <laughs> you know, the other part about that is when the cops pull him down and they take off his mask. You know, he turns back into Walter Kovacs. Mm-hmm. And he's completely powerless. Yeah, I mean, not I say completely powerless because he's not. Because in, in prison, he's he he's very capable, right? But he's not Rorschach capable, right? Right. You know, that's just Walter doing what he has to do to survive. It's when he puts the mask on. So when they took that mask off, he was not able to fight against the cops at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, which <clears> is kind of weird. They 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 kind of like the the. The dichotomy, I guess, of that, of like who I am and who I am, even though I do acknowledge that they're both the same person. And yeah, yeah this is just weird. It's his um, face, though. Yeah. He's, he can't fight without his face. Um, uh, so what, um, damn, I really don't know, man. I really, I really can't think of it. I just, I think it's like you said, the only thing that you could really change about how that plays out from Rorschach's point of view is to, um, 
is that him not getting caught right. and not going to prison and not losing that time. But even still, even if you did that, um, it it doesn't change the outcome. I right. mean, it doesn't change the the giant squid. Right, right. It it does probably prevent that from being undone. But at the point that it's done, does it really need to be undone? Yeah. I mean, if I couldn't stop it from happening and it brings about this, you know, this false utopia, it's like I, I couldn't stop it. So it's there. Just I should just let it be. Because the thing is, if, if it does fall, fall apart, it's only going to fall apart one way. And that's if by human nature, it does mm-hmm. um, eventually or if it's... Um, the truth is revealed, and it doesn't matter if the truth is revealed early or later. Right. It still has the same repercussions. Yeah. Now, in the TV series, which you haven't seen yet, right. one of the cool things about the TV series that, of course, is never touched on the book because the book doesn't go that far. Um, it, I mean, it, it, you know, it ends where it needs to end. In the TV series, they have these weird, like, uh, just random squ- uh, squid rainstorms. Right. With these baby squids, just it's all of a sudden it'll, it'll like it'll, uh, a horn and alarm, and then all of a sudden baby squids would just start falling from the sky, and, yeah. they, and then they after like a couple minutes they'll just completely just dissolve, <laughs> and then they're gone. That's weird. And you find out that Vite had set this whole thing up um, to do random, random areas, so it wasn't a pattern, but it keeps them believing that the aliens are still trying. To come right. to Earth. Because if you just have one giant squid appear and then it never appears again, yeah. after 10 to 15 years, I'm like, oh, well, it was a fluke. Mm-hmm. And then let's go back to killing each other. Yeah, yeah. So I get these random rainstorms that come in. So it's like, whatever they did the first time, they, they died. So now they're testing it to see how they can come through properly. Right. And we're still not prepared for them. <laughs> but that still keeps us on our toes to say, we can't fight amongst ourselves. We still have to look out for the bigger threat. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay. So yeah, that's a good one. Hmm. Hmm. All right. So I'm gonna get up. I'm gonna walk over here. I'm gonna look <laughs> at my moves. See if I can find something in some way that will um, give you something to think about. Okay. Well, actually, I just did. I just did Watchmen. So yeah, you just did Watchmen. So yeah, I'll still look, and you, you now throw me another one. Okay. Actually, do we want to? Do we want to? You know, if we go a few more minutes, we can make it a two-parter. So yeah, I'm, I'm good with doing a couple more. Okay, go ahead. Uh, boy, I threw out a lot of a lot of really good ones already. Um, a lot of a lot of our old favorites. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little bit of an obscure cut, but we both love the movie. Old boy, Yorodaisu. Hmm. Yeah. So scenario can would play out the same for you up to the kidnapping. But then the ten years in the hotel, or was it was it fifteen in the original? God, I don't remember. I think it's oh shit, no, I think it's twenty years in the original and ten in the reinterpretation. God, you love bringing that up. <laughs> <laughs> it just angers me so much that it even exists, oh. and it it kind of angers me that like that's my big exposure to Spike Lee is learning about that movie. It's like, no, I'd like to have developed some respect for him first and then seen that, but no. <laughs> I've got two. Okay. Oh, shit. God, 
Oh, it was the the sorry, it was the 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 new gladiators when the guy slowly hit the hit the wire that cut his head off. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, folks. I just had to step over a, a, a mic cord that almost ran into. I was didn't see it, and I was like, "Whoa! I almost lost my legs there." <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Go ahead, go ahead. What you got? What but you yeah, got? so, um, Odaisu, what would you do differently? Oh, man. So... And keeping in mind, a lot of this shit was out of his control. Right. And, it, and the, few, the few things he could control, like um, like when he tried to commit suicide, they were like, we're having none of that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, even the post-hypnotic suggestions after he got out. Right. It's like, you know, he couldn't control where he went. He couldn't control when he passed out. It was all the detective work after that was really where he started having free reign. Uh, um, God, it's, um, so I'm going to, I'm going to say something that, uh, honestly, as stupid as it sounds, I just, I never even thought about it till just now. Um, uh, he's there and he's living in that, in that, in the, the, the prison, hotel prison. Um, and they control everything that he's doing. Yep. I mean, like they 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 feed him like the TV. I don't I don't think they, do they control like when the TV comes on the channels. I um, kind of feel like they did, right? They I would think, just pop on randomly or something. Uh, I don't remember that. I think that it was just that he had very limited say over what he could watch on the TV. Right. And then the guy next to him, who also I don't think knew why he was in prison either. Right. Right. God, that's something I'd love to see. Oh man. I mean, and not to not to take anything away from old boy, but what if there was an old boy TV series? And they just, like, it was like an anthology series that just focused on all the other people Ooh. that were trapped yeah. for various reasons. Yeah, they didn't all have to be something, like, really big, but someone is paying to have them there, locked up, for however long it is. Yeah. That would be pretty interesting. That would be super interesting. God, yeah, I like that. Because, like, the business stays going after the events of Old Boy. And you're not taking away anything from the main story or, like, ruining it in any way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The world stays the same because Old Boy is very, very personable between two people three people you know what would be interesting is you know old boy is uh you know it's a korean film isn't it south korea yep. yeah so you know daesu is korean but what if you have people from other countries that are locked up there so like Ooh. i paid to have this person locked up there yeah. so, so even when like when if they like you you get like a hole in the wall like they did right and the person next to you is like speaking is korean there's there in a you're speaking korean like what, what the hell? Or yeah, the, yeah. the TV comes on and TV is going to... Now, granted, they probably, if you're locked up, you probably got satellite or or something that... So, like, whatever they're showing on TV may be what you need to see for your country. Maybe. But, but yeah, I mean, that would be that would be something. Like, now that someone, like, kidnapped me and locked me up, but they locked me up in a different country. Yeah, yeah. That'd be wild. That'd be crazy, yeah. Um. So... So, anyway, so the thing I was going to say about, about uh, everything with Daesu is they... You know, they, they make him eat. Because you know, didn't he really try to starve himself at one point? Uh, uh, I don't remember that. Uh, it's just that he gets so sick of the dumplings because they just feed him the same thing every day. And um, he does. He tries to commit suicide. That's not happening. Mm-hmm. Like three or four times. Um, and um, uh, the thing uh, the thing with it is... Um, sorry. That was... Uh, did, that's a different version than what I've seen before, like a shorter version, so you didn't get a chance to see Travolta. Ah. Um, so, uh, he starts working out mm-hmm. and getting himself in shape. And 
fighting and all that. And they don't try to stop that. That is interesting, yeah. That should have been a clue in some way. It's like, okay, great. You're you're working out. You want to keep yourself in shape. Obviously, you don't want to be here. So, but you're, you, we, you know, we won't let you die. So you're going to keep yourself in good shape for what? You're going to try to find some way to, to like attack us or something? Yeah. If they, if they thought that was a threat, they would have put a stop to it just like they did everything else. Mm-hmm. But they didn't. They also didn't try to stop him from digging the tunnel out. Yeah. So, yeah, because he ends up digging, finding out that he's like, you know, like you know, 15 stories up in the air or whatever. Yep. <laughs> so the things that they, that you're doing, they're letting you do. And if they're letting you do it, that means they don't see it as a threat. That should concern you. Yeah. Yeah. And when he starts getting himself in shape and they were letting him do that and work out and practices, you know, martial arts stuff, and that's okay. That's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but the thing is, while I'm in, while I'm in the, in the prison, there's really nothing I can do differently. Mm-hmm. There's nothing I can do differently. Um, How else are you going to pass the time? Right. Or, or I could just resign myself to, yep, watching TV and, uh, and eating dumplings. And that's it. <laughs> now, I might, I might want to do a little bit of cardio because I, I'm not getting out and moving around or whatever. Right, but right. Other than that, huh? Yeah. Uh, so, and obviously I can't, I, I can't work, I can't earn my freedom. You know, someone's paying to keep me locked up here until they see fit that I'm, you know, they, that can be released, but mm-hmm. yeah, I don't really know what else to do. And once, like you said, once he gets out, he has no real control. Yep. Yeah, you know, he's kind of directed to the to the noodle shop and all that kind of stuff. I wouldn't have eaten that uh, that squid, or that <laughs> octopus. I pretty sure I wouldn't have done that. Well, I guess if I was Day Sue, that would have because that's probably good eating to me. But um, <laughs> well, it's also just that he's very very driven to take some kind of life. Um, it's like to convey how bloodthirsty he is. God, that's such a hard to watch scene. It's man. pretty gross, and it's it, it's like him eating it wouldn't be so bad if it wasn't for the tentacles are like fighting. They're like, no, I yeah. don't want to get eaten. He's yeah, like, like latching onto his face. <laughs> he's like, can get in my belly. <laughs> God. So the actor was that uh, Wookjin Clark. What I can't remember I the actor's know. name. Shit. Um, I yeah, used, the thing is, you know that this thing's still moving around in oh, your yeah. stomach. Oh, God, that's he, making me just... <laughs> he was a vegetarian, and he was very uncomfortable with that scene. But uh, he would basically pray and ask for forgiveness every time he had to like do the scene. It took like three takes, so he ate like three octopus. And oh, he, he no. had to, yeah, he had to Ew. like pray to it for forgiveness. Like, I'm sorry I'm about to do this, but it's the job. <laughs> Kind of thing. God, I couldn't have done it once. I sure as hell couldn't have done it. I'd eat a live octopus once. Huh? I'd eat a live octopus once. Nope. (laughs) Nope, 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 nope. (laughs) Uh, So, there is one thing that he was not controlled by the hypnosis with, and I think that's what I would have done differently. What? When he first meets his kidnapper, when he first meets the guy who orchestrated him being locked up, Mm -hmm. they face off, and he says, you know... Oh, I did all of this for a reason. I'm going to leave it up to you to find the answer. And his kidnapper says at that point, you can kill me right now if you want, but you'll never have the answer. And that's what keeps the issue from going through with it. Cause he's like, Oh, I have to figure out the answers for me. My response would be, I can live with that. Fuck you. <laughs> and I would have killed him then. <laughs> Except that he wants to get back with his daughter and if he can find the reason why, 
and then take it to her and be like, hey, this guy did all this stuff and all that. And this is why, like, I didn't kill your mom. Because I'm assuming that if he can figure out why, then he would be able to be able to say, hey, I didn't do this. Somebody else did this. Right, and I'm right. not the bad guy. Because he, he I, why, in my mind, why creates evidence. Right. <clears throat> but, I, I kind of get that. And, you know, may, maybe that's the case. But... Like, he was also working under the understanding that his daughter had been relocated to Stockholm. Right. So, I mean, it's like, at that point, it's like, well, I know where she is. I would go defend myself to the best of my ability anyway, but, like, I'm not I'm not going to let that fucker walk out of that room. Not at that point. It's like, regardless of your reasons, regardless of, like, it's clear that that's what he wants to have happen. He has reasons for wanting me to go seek out answers. I'm not going to get him the satisfaction. It's like, you took 20 years of my life, you son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, you know, okay, so here's something else too, man. And I, I, I agree with you there. Like, yeah, at this point, you know, maybe I can figure out on my own. You know, I, once yeah, I kill yeah. you, maybe I can figure out on my own, like, what happened. But he's still wanted for murder. There is that. So, like he's like even if he kills so if he kills him now he's a double murderer <laughs> and, and and he's he's actually going to end up end up right back in prison and on top of that he can't even tell anybody that I've been in prison for the past however many years yeah I would just change my identity at that point <laughs> I don't think South Korea is as hard to leave as uh, North Korea North Korea so I, I think it'd be doable Choi Min Sik. Play to Daisu. Hmm. Yeah, that's um, that is a tough one, man. I don't. Uh, I'm not quite sure. I think that's like the first place where he's truly not being controlled by the hypnosis. I mean, outside of the big like mind breaker moment. Right. But uh, you know, I think I think that like that's the point where he has a choice to make, and his curiosity got the better of him. And I'm pretty sure that it'd be like, you know, fuck you, fuck your henchmen, fuck your tea, fuck the queen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> oh, you have no idea how it makes my heart sing. <sighs> That's one of my favorite episodes. <laughs> <laughs> the fundraiser. <laughs> fuck you, fuck Guy Richie, fuck your team. <laughs> My Lambo's blue. My president's black. <laughs> oh, um, so uh, I was gonna say this is something that I guess it's one of those things where you're supposed to think about later on. Mm-hmm. Is ah, God, this is okay. So disclaimer uh, for those of you who have not seen Old Boy. Uh, and I know we've talked about it, you know, back and forth. We've already spoiled the ever-loving hell out of Fight Club, so we yeah. might as well spoil Old Boy. <laughs> well, I was just going to say, Gumby's talking about some spoiler territory here. Um, for those of you that have seen it, and it's like, I don't really want to think about that in that ending anymore than I have. <laughs> Please don't put that in my head. I'm just going to let you know that I'm going to be talking about that. <laughs> We're going to put in it a, in your head. <laughs> in a way that's going to be more disturbing um, than you. <laughs> than, than, um, you probably, some of you maybe already have thought about it, and it's like, no, that's why I don't want to think about it again. But, um, so just letting you know, five, four, two, three, sir, three, two, one. Um, he has to play that part. 
to, um, because his daughter is in love with him and he has to play that part to keep from breaking her heart. Mm-hmm. Somewhere along the way of doing all that and being a good husband, lover, whatever he is to her, and in her reciprocating with that emotion, somewhere along the way, he's going to actually fall in love with her. Mm. And he's going to wake up one day and realize that he's in love with her. Uh. That's why I had <laughs> the, the warning there. That's why the disclaimer. <laughs> that hurts. So, as long as we're in spoiler territory, my question for you would be, would you tell her once you realize what the truth is? See, in my scenario, I never figure out what the truth is because I kill the fucker. And <laughs> <she's> like, <laughs> um, I never realized it was like incest, more like wincest. Am I right? Ho-ho! It's like, it never happens for me. God, I'd, I'd have to find a way to like undo that. <sighs> Just kick the door and it's like, baby, holy fuck, you're not going to believe this one. <laughs> you know why you seem so familiar to me? You know why? <laughs> I just thought, God, um... And granted, that's like a cultural thing. I'm sure there's like a huge cultural reason why there's no way in hell he could have told her. I, I don't think that it was just a discomfort thing for him. Well, it, I mean, the whole thing is that he... Telling her is just just like he can't leave. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he if he leaves, he breaks her heart. If he tells her, he breaks her heart. Not only that, but they've already done it. Yep. So it's... um. You haven't seen so uh, you haven't seen uh I think most of it was I think is season I think season three Rick and Morty uh, or it might be season four the one with the talking cat no it's the one with the dragon yeah it's the one with the dragon the dragon and, I the, don't and think, the talking cat yeah I don't think I've seen that one so there's this whole thing with this this talking cat that's voiced by Matthew Broderick and um and it gets Jerry to do a bunch of stuff and uh and he's like he's like uh it's like well can I ask you a question he goes. As long as it isn't why I talk. And he's like, um, he's like, look, just don't worry about it. Just, you know, it doesn't matter, right? Are you the kind of guy that asks a bunch of questions? Or are you just got the guy to do things? Just just does it. And it's like, come on. So and then going to Florida and hanging out and doing this stuff, and then and then the cat like throws him under the bus. Uh, <laughs> and Jerry's out, and then the cat ends up like getting out the two, and then he's like, Hey Jerry, let's go. So but he thinks that it's something that Rick has done. So after this whole thing. Um, I was, is that, I thought that's a dragon. I think it's a dragon. Anyway, but after this whole thing, um, Rick finds out, uh, about the to cat and he's like, he's like, you don't know. It's like, no, it's like, no, I didn't do this. It's like, why would it just, so he ends up tricking that and he reads the cat's mind and, uh, he's like, oh my God. And they're both like, oh, he's like, he's like, you don't want to see this, Jerry. He's like, I do want to see it. He goes, no, you don't. He's like, he's like no, I'm going to, and he sees whatever it is. And he never tell you what it is, but whatever it is, <laughs> whatever is in the cat's mind or whatever he does, whatever he's been to is just disturbing as hell. And they're like, oh, <laughs> and then Jerry makes a comment about, it. he's like, um, you know, I don't want to live with that memory. Uh, and, and, uh, Rick's like, he's like, you don't have to. He's like, um, I'll carry the memory for both of us. And he wipes Jerry's mind. <laughs> And then, like, sends the cat off somewhere, but he keeps the memory of whatever he, what he saw. And 
I think that's the thing. It's like, I know the truth as day. So I know the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will hold the truth because someone has to hold the truth. Um, and I, I don't want to break your heart because I don't want to do that because as he sees it, um, and, and it's, it's really kind of a, it's a, obviously it's a no win for him, mm-hmm. but this guilty he feels over what happened to her and, and, and her mom. Because of what he did, and also because he was a lousy husband. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the whole reason he got picked up in the first place is because he got drunk on yep. her birthday. Yep. And so that's all his doing. He was a lousy husband, and and so he's like, and all this happened because of because of what I did in school, which I can kind of write off as just being an immature adolescent piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Right? Because most kids at that age are, even the ones that are really good, and you're like, oh, I, you know. I do fundraisers for my church and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah, but you're still... You're you know, still a teenager. You, right, you're, you're, right, you're still a teenager, which still makes you an immature you know, piece of shit. You know, <laughs> no matter how much you try to fight it, I'm glad you do try to fight it. But yeah, in the end, it's um, that's what it is. Uh, so, so I can write that off as that. Um, but everything else after that, though, that's that's all you. And you created this. And so to go to her and break her heart now and hurt her even more that's still you just adding more and more to the shit you've already done yeah and so you kind of have to keep that and you you have to either make her happy you know because and that's the thing she has no control of this even if you tell her the truth she still can't do anything about it i guess they're still like hypnotically programmed right Except that, I mean, that was the thing, wasn't it? That he was like, you can't hypnotize people to be in love. All you can do is just follow these steps to make you do certain things physically, but then nature takes its course. I can't I can't hypnotize you to make you be in love, but if I know that you that you like certain things mm-hmm. and I know that like these are the like these are your soft spots, and I hypnotize somebody to you know, to work those soft spots. Mm-hmm. How are they not going to fall in love with you? Yeah, yeah. And so, so <laughs> she can't control that. And so, even if you told the truth, she would probably do something like, "It doesn't matter," you know. Yeah. It, so he's 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 fucked no matter what. And then, like I say, eventually, it's a horrible life for him because eventually, staying with her, if he leaves her, not if and tells her, like if he leaves her and she's just gone, she'll probably spend a lot of time like pining for him or maybe even commit suicide. Maybe so. If he tells her the truth. She'll try to make excuses for it and try to make it seem like why it's okay or whatever. And and that's just going to create problems for the two of them as well. Um, and if he stays, it creates a problem just for him. But like I said, eventually it's going to happen and that's going to be so hard on him. Because yeah. how, how do you, what do you do with that, man? Like, well, especially after you've, you've been going through the motions and, and you've got to, Oh, yeah. It's I, bad I, no I, I, I can't. I can't take that any further in the podcast. <laughs> it, it's bad no matter how you slice it. It is. It is. And, and so, yeah, your way is really the only way that it works. Yeah. The bad thing about that, though, is but so I so say the bad thing about that, though, from my perspective, is that she's still waiting for that guy that's never going to show up. But from your perspective. You have absolutely no clue, so you're okay. Yeah, it's like they're, they're never going to realize that that guy's not going to show up. So, And you have the satisfaction of killing him instead of knowing that he chose his own way out. And then you're, you know, 
You're on the run, man. Yeah. I wonder if that guy had a contingency plan, though. I don't know. I mean, that, that plan really went together so well that it didn't really need much of a contingency. I mean, if he was like, you can kill me right now, Daisu. If he did, then he was like, okay, well. You know, <laughs> Son of a bitch, I didn't think you'd actually do it. <laughs> like, none of this other stuff matters, so just go ahead and just wipe the field. I've had a few D&D sessions where that kind of thing happens, where it's like, no, if you kill me, you'll never know the truth. It's like, ah, yeah, <laughs> I can live with that. <laughs> You don't understand. The satisfaction of killing you outweighs like, my, my, my need for the truth. Like, I hate to break it to you, but chaotic neutral here all the way, so. Uh. There's, only, there's only one truth that's really going to be important to me right now. Is he dead? He sure is. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so my turn? Yep. Okay, uh, I'm trying to decide which one, which one, which one, which one, and... Uh, I, I, my first thought was the latter as opposed to the former, but I think it's just because I I enjoy the latter more, so I probably should just do the former. Um, you're Nancy, and I'm on Elm Street. Hmm. What do you do differently? I don't know. She kind of handled it about as well as she could, right? Mm, with the exception of. She trusted her parents more than she should have. Oh, uh, well, yeah. To hell with that. <laughs> but, but, you know, she didn't... Even even when she kind of had this idea that her parents weren't telling her everything, and, and obviously, like, they're they're undermining everything about her. Like, you know, it's like, oh, no, no I got to do this for your own good. I got to protect you. This doesn't, you know, this doesn't exist. This never happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and... You know, and it's like, and you're, it's like mm. stop fucking gaslighting me, dude. Yeah, yeah. Gaslighting doesn't exist. It's just something you made up because you're crazy. <laughs> um, so, like, uh, so what do you what do you do differently? I think she had the right idea with like coming up with ways of defending herself, doing the whole like making explosives and shit from the anarchist cookbook. All that was stuff. Was like, yeah, I can I can see that. I think the problem is just deciding. Oh, I'm not gonna sleep. It's like, well, you know, if you just don't go to sleep, then your body's eventually going to take over. Eventually, your body's going to decide, I'm sleeping now. Doesn't matter if you're driving down the highway. If you're without sleep, your body's going to sleep. Yeah. It's like, ah, ah fuck you, buddy. <laughs> My needs outweigh your needs. It's just like, I guess I just got to find something to keep me awake. What's on TV? Island of Dr. Mer- nope. <laughs> <laughs> Freddy, kill me now. <laughs> That's definitely going to put me to sleep. So I I think my go-to would probably be more of like trying to find a way to get a better handle on lucid dreaming or something like that. Where it's like, and and that kind of is eventually what happens with like the third movie. Is that people eventually realize, oh wait, we've got some level of control here. So I think that would pretty much be where my mind is would go because I've personally done a lot of research on lucid dreaming and things like that. I think it's really fascinating. Now the other thing to think about though is while you're doing that, you're still trying to convince other people like mm-hmm. uh, like Johnny Depp that this exists, <laughs> who's in a, a strong case of denial, yep. and keep them alive. You know, I'm I'm so shut in and you know I'm I'm so hermetic that I, I think I'd probably give up after the first try on that. I think when they're like, <laughs> you're crazy, be like, yeah, well. I'll, I'll be saying I told you so at your funeral, so <laughs> fuck you very much. Yeah, I, I'm so homebound and everything. I'm, I'm hermetically sealed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so, like, you know, once Freddy claims, like, his first one or two victims, I'd just be like, hey, guys, guess <laughs> who was right? <laughs> oh, I'm going to go meditate now, because... <laughs> 
Yeah, so, but, so you can do that. It's not going to stop him from coming after you, though. And isn't eventually that going to get tired? Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd have to figure out what I needed to do to kick his ass. But <laughs> I mean, I think that's what everybody goes up to, because it's like, what other option is there? We've tried everything except killing him, and that's what right. it always goes back to in all the Nightmare movies, is that eventually it's like, oh, I guess, I guess that's what we have to try next, so... Yeah. The only other option I can think of is that I might get desperate enough to not sleep to where it's like, hey, doesn't doesn't Phil uh, in like 11th grade, doesn't he like deal drugs? <laughs> D- didn't he say at some point last week, it's like, man, I haven't slept in like eight days. This is some good shit. Hey, maybe, maybe he can help us out here. <laughs> but then you just become what, uh, Tara Taryn from the third one. Oh, yeah. That's why she did drugs. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I'm not really much of a drug guy, so I don't really see me going down that route. God, yeah, it's you know. So here's the here's the bad thing though, and I think this is one of the things that people kind of um, when you think about Freddy, like the original, like Freddy before mm-hmm. we, he he became this caricature of himself, is that um, like you you see him as just this guy that pops into your dreams and kills you in your dreams and all that, but eventually, eventually um, you're gonna slip up, yeah, because you know dreams are where wings take flight. Uh, I'm sorry. Wings are where dreams take flight. Uh, but uh, but that that's is like that dreaming is what helps you know you and your imagination and creativity. And if you can't sleep and you can't dream, then you start to become like zombified and you can't think. Mm-hmm. So the more that you're doing that, you're actually you're losing the the physical war. Yeah, you're sabotaging um, yourself. So that eventually you are wearing something. I think that's something that people forget about with Freddy's like if I'm bi- if I'm visiting you every night and even if you're surviving, you're not getting good REM sleep mm-hmm. because I'm interrupting it constantly and it's just it's wearing you down. You're making poor, poor choices in life and everything else. So Yep. yep. I mean obviously that, that that takes too much to put into a movie. It was like, what's been going on with you? You're making such poor choices. You're not getting enough sleep. And- <laughs> Okay, I guess it's not really that hard to, to do then in a movie. <laughs> Good job, Turk. <laughs> you, you fixed it in literally eight seconds. So. Mmm, <laughs> sweet berries. <laughs> you know that, right? Uh, vaguely, yeah, right? It's, it's, why uh, is that familiar to me? It's American Dad. It's the... Uh, the uh, the peanut butter one. Oh yeah, <laughs> and and he's like, "Come on, champ, got to go to bed." He goes, "You know, if you don't get enough sleep, then you like your body will emit a uh, an odor that's uh, attracted to pedophiles." <laughs> and, then, and then he's at the museum, and the guy's like, "He's like, he's like, mm, sweet berries." Hey, champ, you get enough sleep last night? <laughs> <laughs> Did you see T.J. Miller's thing on the invention of peanut butter? No. He's just talking about George Washington Carver and all that, and he's he's like, do you think that he told anybody right away when he found out? I don't think I would. I think I'd keep it a secret, just for a little while. Just my own thing. I'm the only person in the world who knows what this amazing, amazing snack is. Peanut butter. And his wife's calling down from upstairs. Hon, you coming to bed soon? Uh, just a minute. Got so much work to do in the lab. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. Definitely don't have anything finished down here. No, <laughs> it's a great bit. <laughs> uh, 
I, I think if that was that, I would have uh, been like, honey, check this out. It's like, I just made this, you know, this amazing thing here. It's it's so tasty. Give her some, put on a big, like, like you know, because back then they had, like, bread was, like, really right. thick. Um, and it's just spread it on real thick, too. It's like, here, try it. Take a big bite. And he's like, um, 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 um. It's like, so uh, I was thinking, um... Yeah, I really want to fuck your sister. <laughs> it's like, you know, you think it's a good idea too? He's <laughs> like, all right, well, you, you enjoy that peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> I'm going to go fuck your sister. He actually touches on him telling his wife finally. He's like, you know, she, she finally hits that moment where she's like, come on, honey. Don't you want dinner? We're having jelly sandwiches. He's like... <laughs> No, hon, I'm really not up for jelly sandwiches. You know what, George? I've had it. I've had it. It's just you and your inventions all the time. I want to leave. He's like, no, no. I'm going to put this on the jelly sandwich. <laughs> you try this. It's like she doesn't even have time to argue. She just immediately orgasms when she bites it. Oh, holy shit. That's good. <laughs> I don't know if I'd want to eat a jelly sandwich that made me orgasm. Probably not. I, I don't know. I think that'd get a little messy. See, why? why don't people make drugs like that? What, drugs that immediately make you orgasm? Yeah. I think somebody was experimenting with that a few years back. I mean, okay, yeah. Oh, heroin, get you high. Make sure they like, you know. Because, I mean, so weed. What, what does weed do? Weed just, like, it relaxes you, calms you down. It's like, you know. Yeah, what happens after you orgasm? You're like, whew. Oh, <laughs> man. Yeah. I, I mean, it's like, oh, God. There's so much in my mind right now. I can't sleep. Let me just go ahead and rub one out. Uh, night, night. I mean, it's... <laughs> So just imagine if you like, if you come home from, I guess it would, it would kind of like eliminate the need for sex though, right? A little bit. Come home. Except like, that like the, the getting there is a lot of fun. Yeah, so. that's true. But it's like, so honey, I was like, uh, how would you like to just take your fucking pill? <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, I'm just I, saying, I, I think that would eliminate the need for all other drugs. Like I wouldn't need yeah. anything just like. That would be it. Just like, just take my orgasm pill. I'm just like, ah, oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, I think it would be convenient, especially if you're in a real hurry. But no, nah, the getting there is like way too much fun. <laughs> but just think about it, though, right? Um, so as a guy, like, I'm I'm in it. And I'm I've got this chick, and I'm doing it right. <laughs> and I'm like, and then I'm like, here, honey. We're like right in the middle of it, I pop one of those in her mouth, and I'm like, and she's like oh, I'm like, yeah, I'm the man. <laughs> Look what I just made you do. <laughs> Until she puts two and two together and realizes it's the pill. And it's like, wait a minute, I don't need this, this guy. This about her. It's about my ego. That's, that's it. That's it. Well, now who's too fast? Does... <laughs> what? You're done already? <laughs> oh. It's like, see? See? It's like, you said you like the Beatles. That's a come together joke. Gotcha. Right. <laughs> gotcha. Oh. So... All right, so yeah, so I think I think that would be the biggest of it is you know if you can kind of get a hold of that lucid dreaming thing, then you just get to do like this cool fight scene like the end of Shark Boy and Lava Girl. So you know what you could though, you could meditate though. That's another thing you could do. Because mm-hmm. I think if you meditate, you know, that can replace actual sleep. Yeah, yeah, know? like deep trances. If you if you really practice meditation and not be like I'm meditating you just fall asleep and then wake up later in the same position be like oh that was good (laughs) you didn't really do it right Um, uh, but yeah um, that's not bad so you would just be like okay some shit's going down I think it's related to the dreams I pull this dirty ass hat out of the uh, out of the dream (laughs) and um, yeah fuck my friends I'm just gonna try to save myself pretty much 
I mean, I think once you hit that one point of like, guys, this is definitely Freddy Krueger, and they're like, you're crazy. It's like, okay, well, I tried. Well, because what she first she had to get her parents to open up uh, the truth about what happened, mm-hmm. and it's not until it was that they put the bars in the windows that her mom, or she tells her, like right before they put the bars in the windows, yeah. that uh, what's going on. And you have to convince your friends. She's just like, our parents did this. Like, no, I love the third one when when they're talking. It's like our parents, your parents did this. And he's like, no, if my parents had done that, they would have told me. But like, yeah. And Taryn right. comes back. She's like, yeah, you're like yeah, they would have told you. Like, why is the stupidest ass thing? Yeah, they would have told you. Like. Hey, mommy, the boogeyman. No, 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 we killed him. Remember, remember last week when you had the babysitter? We came home and you're like, you smell like smoking. Well, let me tell you what happened. Funny you should mention that, son. So there's no more boogeyman. He's all burned up. In fact, here you go. What's this? It's just a charred piece of wood from the place where he died. Enjoy. Yeah, you know, the, the crazy neighbor, Mr. Kovacs, he handcuffed his arm to a lead pipe and handed him a hacksaw. <laughs> Said, you'll never cut through the pipe in time, but you can probably cut through your arm. I guess he didn't. It's just the movie Saw. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, but Alan Moore did it a lot classier than Saw. <laughs> uh, so, uh, now... I think I think that that's that's a good idea. So, hmm. but you do have to you you know you do are basically just saying they screw everybody else. Um, do I not come across as the person who would have that philosophy in that situation? But Nancy <laughs> doesn't. She cares about people, and and even though you don't care about getting the dick, she did. <laughs> and and it, it was pre crazy Johnny Depp dick too. So you know, just putting it out there. Pre crazy Johnny Depp dick. Hmm. <laughs> You know, I wasn't tempted until this moment, Turk. (laughs) Yeah, apparently that whole situation with his crazy ex was a lot darker than I ever thought it was. She put a piece of shit in the bed, man. Yeah, plus she cut his fingertip off, so... What? Yeah, she, like... I don't think she intentionally cut it off. I think she was, like, going after him with a broken bottle or something and accidentally sliced the tip of his finger off. Oh, an engine knife? (laughs) What? I mean, that's what my grandma always called it, but... I mean, come uh, to think of it, grandma was kind of a racist. So, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, she's... God. That's the thing, it's like, it doesn't really matter if you're really attractive. Nuts is nuts, man. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, so, back to... Yeah, so, pre-crazy Johnny, I mean, that's the thing, you, you were like, I would just not even worry about it, and but, you know, Nancy wasn't that kind of person, man. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it didn't really change much about how she handled Freddy, though. I mean, it was just, you know, during her awake time, she was trying to convince him. Right. And more than likely, they probably still would have died um, in the dream anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think you can really prevent that, because it's going to take time to learn how to meditate. It's going to take time to learn how to lucid dream. Hey, I have a question. Yeah. You know, like, the the girl that Freddy kills, um, he, you know, in her dream, she's in the alley, and then he's attacking her, and he's like, he's got her... Uh, like pinned up to the ceiling. He's like stabbing her and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. The other guy, he ties a noose around his neck, and you see that. What did he do to Johnny Depp? Did he like toss him in an industrial blender or something? Like, what did he do? Because <laughs> that was the one. Like, wasn't Johnny Depp the one where the waterbed is transparent and? No, he pulls him into the into the bed. Yeah, but doesn't he, like, appear as a naked chick first, and then, like, winds up pulling him into the bed? No, no, no. Or am I thinking of a different character? You think, well, 
different movie. The, the, in the third one, the nurse gets Joey and she takes off her top and then she uses she tongue lashes into the bed and then the mattress falls out beneath him and then there's the fire and stuff. I could have sworn um, there was there, something with. I, th- I think in the fourth one, when they kill off everybody from the third one, the very beginning, I think he dies in a water bed. I could have sworn it was the first movie. Well, Johnny Depp gets pulled into the bed and then that big fountain of blood comes shooting up out of the top. Yeah, yeah. He's got, he's got the headphones and then he's got the TV on his stomach and all that stuff gets pulled into the bed <laughs> and the big fountain of blood shoots out all over the place. Well, so, like, what did, he, what did he do to him? He did Freddy stuff. Oh, that, that's it, just Freddy stuff? Yeah, just okay, Freddy just stuff. Freddy stuff, okay. No, no. Yeah, there you go. Just <laughs> I, love, I love in the fourth movie when he uses the NES Power Glove. Drags the kid into the video game. Doesn't he say, like, now you're playing with power? I think so. And after he kills the kid, he's like, What do you know? I beat my high score. <laughs> it's so cheesy. It's so cheesy. That's I love cheesy? It. Yeah. That's cheesy. Yeah, that's cheesy. <laughs> the invisible Freddy Dojo fight. <laughs> that's cheesy. That's cinematic <laughs> mastery right there. <laughs> oh. To be continued. All right there, folks, that was Our Moms Think We're Funny. Let's, uh, let's give them a hand.